Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Didier buying Florida. This is Didier with Didier Mortgage, and we're going to talk about a great segment here, and it's going to be on locking in your rate or floating your rate. So it comes down to, should I lock in my rate? And that's a great question. I personally, this is a personal opinion. It's just what I feel, what I would do, and I've been doing this for 34 years. I don't think you gamble. I think you lock in the rate. If you got the rate that you want and you're comfortable with it, waiting for an extra eighth or a quarter to go down, probably not going to happen. You know, it's like buying a tank of gas. You get gas one week, and then the following week, that price is different. You never know. And like the interest rates that we find move on a consistent basis. It can move one or two times a day, or it could stay the same. So it depends on what's going on globally, what's affecting the interest rates. I mean, the market, stock market and everything else affects the rates. Uh, the news that comes out from all the different news channels affects the rates. Would I gamble? No, I'd lock it in. And I tell you why. You lock in that rate and it's done. You have peace of mind because there's other things that you need to go and get and, and do. And they have to worry about the rates every day and put that stress on the loan officer and put that stress on yourself and all of a sudden it disappears from you, that's not great, and you're not going to be happy. And again, it's a hard situation, and I, and I don't recommend it. Uh, what are the risks involved? Well, you know, everyone's buying a home, and they're doing the payment they feel comfortable on. What's the payment they feel comfortable on? What does it consist of? Well, it consists of the interest rate, the principal and interest, the taxes, and the insurance. So if you, one thing you want to make secure is, is get it fixed and get it done. And am I an advocate or do I believe in arms? Not really crazy about them. If you can do a conventional loan, Fannie, Freddie, FHA, VA, I'm sorry, the rates are pretty darn low. And really my recommendation is lock it in. Don't mess around. Secure it, be done with it, and put it aside. I think I've kind of made, I've made note of that to you, that I think that rate being locked in is absolutely important. And so what strategies can you do in the future to improve upon your rate? Well, this is what I'm thinking out loud. You're going through closing costs, right? We're in the state of Florida. And by the way, Didier buying Florida is in Florida. I don't do outside the state. So that's why I'm concentrating. So basically, if you're getting a rate that's super low right now, which they're incredible, and you lock it in, and let's say you know you got your closing costs. You got to put all your closing costs and fees. In order to refinance or lower your rate, it's got to be a considerable you know drop. You know, usually one or two percent, depending on your loan size, and you have the closing costs. Well, if you're at these disgustingly low rates now, and something unprecedented happens, and the rates go down even further, 
like we see in Europe, then, you know, we could do something like, let's say the rates, you're at three and a half and the rate goes to two, 2%. Well, maybe we do a lender credit and we use that credit to increase your rate, but pay your closing cost. You don't need the two. You already went to three and a half. You paid all your closing costs, but maybe we can do a letter, lender credit for a higher rate. So if you got a 3% or 2.75, why wouldn't you do it? It didn't cost you any more money. Your loan balance stayed the same and you got to refinance your home, lesser payment, and it didn't cost you a dime. So I think you go through the cost of first round, play it safe, because I don't know. I don't know if the rate's going to go spiking up or they're going to come down. But I think you do your safe position, do your closing costs, do the lowest possible rate with no points, broker fees. And then if the rates do come down down the road, look what you got. You got an excellent opportunity to refinance again with a lender credit to help offset your closing costs. So I think that's very powerful. And that's a strategy. And then everybody benefits. The lender benefits, you benefit, I benefit. In the long term, it's great for everybody and totally fine to do. And so I just wanted to share that with you. Nobody likes to see churning. We all have to have the loan on our books for so many months so that we don't need our commissions. So we want to keep it for, you know, five or six months and go forward. And, and, and But if the opportunity presents itself down the road, I say we do it. We refinance at a lower rate if the lender can do a credit after you've secured your rate today. So that's my offshoot for a strategy. The other thing that I really need you to think about doing is you, we talked about the rates and do we lock it in and do we float it? That's out of the way. Well, in that mortgage payment, it comes to insurance. You have to shop your insurance. Absolutely have to shop the insurance. So with that being said, you want to shop your insurance. You want to go ahead and get, you know, the loan officer can give you a bunch of names, can't steer you. There's an anti-coercion. But your realtor, maybe your parents, sisters, brothers, family members, work members have people you can call. So my recommendation is to use all of it. You want to use the insurance brokers that have like 27 carriers so they can shop it. So you got to shop the insurance and go that route and, and, and get the best insurance. So one, we locked in our rate. We know we got that. We got a strategy if the rates come down. Two, you want to shop your insurance. You've been going to this one place all your life and they're going to take care of you. Maybe they're not. Call them, but shop it and use the advice of your, you know, the people involved to give you names to, to do the best job you can. And that's what I really think. You got to shop the insurance and shop it. And really to get lower insurance, you got to get a four-pointer win. And uh, that's on the home inspection. You get the four-point win bit. That's going to help you drop that insurance. So you want to use all of that. The other thing I want to get to is the property taxes. You know, you may be buying a home from someone. Those taxes are cheap. They've been when they bought the home back when. So we see these taxes and they're doing great. And you're like, wow, this is awesome. But we have to remember when we file for our homestead that we're going to have the property taxes go up the following year based upon our new purchase price. That's important. Your loan officer should tell you. Your realtor should tell you. Everybody should be informing you. It should be a two-way where we're telling you, hey, your property taxes are here, but you really need to plan and budget for next year. And then the other thing is if you're selling a home and you're buying a new home and you've been in your home for like three years, you have what they call the portability. So you can transfer the tax base from your smaller priced home 
to your newer home. So you really want to know about the portability and your homestead. But you really got to know because I've got people and what's going to happen is let's just make up numbers. Let's say you bought a home and the taxes are $2,000 a year. But the following year, based upon your purchase price, they're going to go to 3800 Well, when you get to November the next year, you're going to have a shortfall for $1,800 plus your taxes are going to go up. I always educate everyone that, hey, one, you need to know that you're going to have a shortfall. So have the money in the bank so that when it comes time, you can write a check for them for that shortfall and then know what your increase is going to be because we've talked about it. You've gone to the website of the county to know what it's going to be approximately. And so you're good with your new payment. So you just want to save that money. I recently had people, I, I educated them, told them everything, and their payment went up. And they didn't use the money to save to pay for that sh you know, the shortfall. So they got hit, hit. Because if you don't pay that shortage, you're going to have to pay that over 12 months with your servicer. So you got an increase, plus you got a shortfall. And you want to prepare yourself for that. And I see that, like, everyone's, like, tone deaf. I explain it explicitly every time. And I let them know up front. Because I remember when I bought a home, no one told me back in 2001. The taxes were, like, 9000 a year. I budgeted for it. And the next year, they went to eighteen grand. Uh, and I'm popping kids out. And that was dramatic. That was horrible. That was bad. And I just promised myself, regardless, you're going to know today what they are. And we're going to give an estimate of what next year is going to be but you can go to the website. So I hope in that mortgage payment, you learned a lot today about one, really the emphasis was locking in your rate. And uh, like I said, I'm an advocate, lock in your rate. The next thing is to shop your insurance. And what are the ways you can do to get uh, better insurance is having a four point in a wind mitt. Talking to your insurance, probably what they need that can help get your insurance less. The other thing is your property taxes being prepared for today brings and what the following year brings. And hopefully the benefit for those that have owned a home, the portability, and for everyone, homestead. And so that kind of wraps it up in my little video, my podcast, in regards to that. And these are really important information. You really need to know that. You need to be prepared for it. And you need to be surprised because if wages aren't going up, this is what it took to get in the home with the limited inventory. We just want to be prepared for the next year that this home is affordable. And that's really the purpose of the podcast today. You know, my name is Didier Buying Florida, and I only concentrate in Florida. And I just got a, uh, an email from someone I did a loan 10 years ago, and they're out west, and asked me if I could do it, and I couldn't. And I thought that was so honored that they, they called me up and they had such a great experience. But I do have a website, www.ddamortgage.com. And, you know, you can go on there and look at, I got these one minute videos, become a subscriber. Every Monday you get a video. It's pretty awesome. It's one minute learning. And, you know, I think it's great because, you know, there's a lot of people that are first time home buyers. There's a lot of people been in their homes for a long time. Now they're going to refinance, sell, buy up, buy down. And I think it's just great information that you learn and, and really just be a part of it. So this whole podcast that I'm doing is to reach out to you to educate you, and to let you know what's going on. And it's vitally important. So I just want to share that with you today. So I hope I've been helpful and informative. It's a short podcast, but I just rather get to the point, let you know what's going on, and prepare you. I do the whole state of Florida. So if there's anything I can do to answer. If you have a loan that's in process and it's going sideways and you need some uh, uh, advice, email me.
call me. Let me know. I'll hear to hear not here to take the loan away, but maybe here to give you direction. Or if you had a loan that got denied, let me know. Give me a call. Let's find out why it got denied. What was missed? What can we do differently that may be able to make it work? So these are all things that you have available. And I hope I've been informative today. So Didier buying Florida, I'm signing off and get ready for next week. It's going to be a podcast, a three series on the home loan application process from A, B, and C. So tune in, join in, and have a great week, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.